Hi there, I'm Andy, a moon chasing, manifesting, wander lover, and feel good aficionado. Consider me your woo woo best friend. This show is a sacred space for ideas, concepts, and modalities that might be considered taboo, but that I personally find a great magic in. In these conversations, my mission is to inspire confidence, worth, and mystical thinking in our modern world. Let's get into it, shall we? Okay, okay, we are doing it. It is episode one. I am so excited. I'm Andy. As you know, I will be your woo-woo best friend. That is what this show is all about. It is fully making my day to see you here. If you are here because you are looking for resources on mystical practices, holistic wellness, astrology, conscious living, kundalini, meditation, and all things of this sort, you are in the right place. We'll be talking about things ranging from lunar cycles to making quantum leaps to creativity and exploring the mind to women's empowerment and healing our money mindset. You name it. If it has been something that you have thought that you needed a friend to chat about it and to maybe get even a little woo-woo or witchy with it, that is what we're here for you are in the right place. I also want to say, if you are on the scale of exploring your spirituality, where you're like, "Mm, maybe I'm like a one or a two, hang out. See what resonates with you. See what practices that we talk about here that you may want to explore a little bit. If you are on the like 10 side of the scale, we are your community. We are here for you. And The episodes are going to look like this. Some shows, some weeks, it will be you and me in conversation like this, and I will be sharing with you things I'm dabbling in, things I have jumped off the diving board and I am all the way into, and other episodes I will bring friends of mine, experts, teachers, healers, seekers who are here to be in conversation with me to open us all up to what they have to offer. So with that said, let's get started. No matter where you're hanging out these days, whether it is a clubhouse room or an Instagram live or in a Zoom chat with your people Maybe it's actually a coffee shop, socially distanced across the table from your besties. There is definitely a new lexicon that has been creeping into our day-to-day matcha break conversations, and you've definitely heard it. It's conversations about planetary transits and meditations and mindset and which crystals you might need to keep at your desk and on your bedside table and how to use your birth chart for determining who you should date or what sort of job you should have. And while once this stuff was really the domain of the woo, it's really become 
much more normalized to hear this stuff and notice this stuff coming up in our day-to-day conversations. For me personally, I have been the woo-woo best friend of my friend group for most of my life. So the things that were not quite on the table in a quote-unquote normal conversation, that's the stuff my friends would come to me to check in and just get a little more detail about. I recall the first time I had a friend of mine who said, oh my gosh, I have a teacher who even her label maker is labeled classic Virgo. I was so proud that my friend group was starting to even be able to identify how the astrological signs could explain a little bit of the personality traits of the people around us. And that was back in high school. So today, it's something that I'm sure you've noticed. Like, okay, my laptop crashed and my Instagram live won't save. And I tried to make a TikTok video. I don't even really know what that means because I'm not on TikTok, but you get it. But Mercury retrograde crashed all my stuff. And so here I am and I couldn't get my work done. The reality is Mercury, it's not crashing our stuff. We can't blame a whole planet for when our technology fails, but we all are starting to think about that. We all are starting to notice hey, what's happening when a Mercury retrograde arises? And wait, am I not supposed to get my hair colored during a Venus retrograde? What's going on here? So we're going to talk about all that stuff. And I am certainly not going to debunk or prove those sorts of concepts because I think we all have to just deal with those things as they come for each of us. But I do want to bring those conversations to you and just give you a little bit more information about what really might be happening. I've noticed, and I'm sure you have too, that the number of people who know their big three, and the big three I'm talking about is sun sign, moon sign, and rising sign, is on the rise. The number of people who are consulting the tarot when making big decisions or practicing meditation on their weekends or on their lunch break, all that stuff is really ticking upwards. And I was doing some research for this first episode, and I came across a trend forecast report specifically specifically in regards to millennials and new age practices. And the report said that new spirituality is the new norm, and that the resurgence of interest and practices like astrology is really able to be explained as a result of the decline of organized religion. Not to say that you can't have a religion and also practice this type of mysticism, spirituality, esoteric interest, have esoteric interest and things of this sort. But because there's a decline of organized religion coupled with the general freakout that we've all been feeling as we're bombarded by the daily news, that people are turning to practices like astrology in record numbers. And now more than ever, people are on the search for something to believe in, something to connect to, and ways to find their community, whether that's in real life or on the internet. So 
We are here. This show is here to explore those topics. I remember for me personally, there was once a time in my life when the stories I would tell you about my weekends with my girlfriends looked incredibly different from what they look like today. And not that what I was up to in those old days, which was like drinking, debauchery, (laughs) dancing. Okay, we always should all be dancing, but you get it. My life looked really different then than it does now. And now it's like my weekend with girlfriends is like full moon ceremonies at a sweat lodge in Tulum. And no matter which of those things excites you or if both of those things excite you, there is something that you can tune into within yourself to just feel better, to, f- to find a way to show up for yourself in a way that you can become a higher version of yourself. And trust me, I had plenty of nights on dance floors in which I found a higher version of myself. And now I just happen to do that through full moon circles and sweat lodges, for example. So for me, here's how all of this really came to be. In 2014, I was working in a corporate job. I was working in the beauty industry. And I had been with that company for about 10 years. And I was that person who was like drinking, dancing, debauchery. And for the first time ever, around 2014, I knew that I needed to open myself up to something more. My life was good, but I was in a place of really considering that I wanted my life to be even better than it was. And I was ready to let the universe guide me. I left my corporate job. I took off to live in a very remote part of the Spanish coast, a tiny little town. And when I tell you this story, I want to just acknowledge that I was incredibly lucky to be able to have that experience. I had a friend who offered me a place to live I packed only the essentials. I packed a small bag, my journal, a tarot deck, a moonstone, my astrology book, and I booked a one-way ticket and I took off for this big grand adventure that I was shifting my life into. So I left the corporate job. I did the most spontaneous thing I'd ever done and I decided I was going to live in this little town on the southern coast of Spain on the Mediterranean for the next couple of months. When I landed, I immediately had, of course, what many of us would, was a little bit of an inner freakout. But I decided I really had to dive in. So I started to study. I studied the stars. I spent my days meditating on the seaside. I wasn't good at it, but I was trying. And I had this wild experience of the place in which I was living happened to be less than a mile away, walking distance away from a Buddhist temple. It was called, or it is called, the Enlightenment Stupa. And I started spending all my free evenings, which there were many, was living very much a solo existence. So I'd go to the temple 
And I was finding that I was learning a new language, a new culture, a new way of being, taking in these new experiences. And I developed a really deep gratitude for the beauty of what I was being exposed to. It was incredibly vulnerable. The time was that time for me was truly so vulnerable. Just figuring out how to go to the coffee shop and order appropriately and how to make my way through the market. That type of stuff was cracking me wide open as I was just finding my way. And I, of course, had just left my corporate job and I was not quite sure what I was going to be doing next. My business strategy at that moment in time was to let life unfold and to have whatever was coming next arise for me. Anytime someone asks me if they should consider doing this same sort of thing and how you pull this off, the first thing I say is start saving every penny. The only way I was able to pull that off was to start preparing to have no money coming in for some amount of time so that I could really give myself room to see what was next. And that was really scary, but I prepared for it. And so if you're ever considering doing the same sort of thing, you got to you gotta really prepare for it. I would not suggest it unless you were really, really ready. And once I took off on that path and gave myself the space to figure out what might come next, I really started to try so many things. I started dabbling in the woo-woo, the mystical, the spiritual, all the stuff I could get my hands on. I went to school at the Foundation for Shamanic Studies in the Great Smoky Mountains. I trained in human design, which is a system that combines the principles of the I Ching, astrology, Kabbalah, the chakra system, and quantum physics. I went and took some off-grid psychotherapy sessions in the Poconos. I started working more closely with a personal astrologer who could guide me through understanding how my own chart influenced the happenings of my day-to-day life. I started consulting cards and crystals and flower essences and found my own personal yoga and meditation practices and really furthered my commitment to myself by just becoming a student. And in that, my creative flow really started to expand. I noticed that my t- my intuition deepened tremendously. And I started to realize that I perhaps had psychic gifts that I wasn't even aware of. It occurred to me that I had likely, for all of my life, just blocked out things that weren't normal. And when I gave myself this space to open up, I realized that there was so much more, so much beyond what I could even imagine within me and within the world. And that was a really exciting place to be. So I intend on this show to help you find ways to get into all of that sort of good stuff for yourself. Back in my early 20s, I was vaguely familiar with the concepts of the zodiac chart. I knew a little bit about my sun sign, my rising, my moon, 
And around that time, I came across a quote from the Gilded Age financier, J.P. Morgan. He is J.P. Morgan of J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. And this quote that I came across changed the way that I thought about applying the mystical in my day-to-day, but also in my business. I've always been rather ambitious And I've always worked to be on a path to up-leveling, whether that was when I was back in my 20s climbing the corporate ladder or whether that is what I do now when I'm working to just up-level personally to be a better guide and a better support to my community. The quote was this, millionaires don't use astrology, billionaires do. Around here, we talk about money often. And a part of that is that I want to support my community with healing their lack mentality, lack mindset, and shifting into an abundance mindset. And so hearing that quote, millionaires don't use astrology, billionaires do, it really pushed me to look deeper. How many people were in the history books were using these mystical ways of thinking to expand their abundance mindset or expand how they approached their day-to-day life when just planning big moves. And I came across all sorts of stories. So everything from Napoleon, who never made a move without first consulting his astrologer, and she would advise him on when to go into battle and when to hold. The only time he didn't listen to her advice was the time that resulted in his inevitable downfall. Then there was the second U.S. president, John Adams, who signed the Declaration of Independence at the precise time and date that was recommended to him by his numerology advisor. Of course, we have music royalty like Madonna and Beyonce, and then British royalty, Princess Diana, each of who dabbled in the occult. Between them, they visited spiritual mediums, they employed personal astrologers, they went to fortune tellers, they practiced esoteric mysticism, they consulted oracle books like the I Ching, and I, for one, started to feel like, okay, if presidents and princesses are into this, why shouldn't I check it out? So as I began to study more about these modalities, I started to realize that my ambitious woman on a mission space, the space that I lived in of really working my own personal growth through a lot of the development that I was considering could be amplified by considering spiritual approaches, spiritual practices, mystical practices, mindset ideas that I hadn't considered before. Around 2006, I was the sales team leader for the beauty brand that I worked for. And while it seemed a little hokey, I decided to show the movie, The Secret, all about the law of attraction in my yearly team kickoff meeting. My thinking was, what's the worst that can happen the best that will happen is they'll get into an abundance mindset and they'll sell more and our sales team will be the best. At the end of that year, my team had outperformed every other team in the country by a landslide. We were so into how we were going to attract in growth, abundance, and whoa, 
I realized that when you have a community of people that are all thinking that way, the stuff can really, really work. So I started to really study everything that I could get my hands on about the concepts of mindset and manifestation. Back in 2006, big wins kept happening. And as I progressed in my career, I realized that the hustle that I was on, which was certainly not healthy. I was working 80-hour work weeks. It was like night after night of crazy company parties. I was entertaining clients every evening. And a lot of the satisfaction that I had in those days came through material things. I was really zapped. And I realized that for me to be in a place of opening up my mindset and becoming someone who could manifest as a part of just who they are in their day-to-day being, I needed to start to shift how I was doing doing life, how I was doing business and life. So around that time, I had my first lunation reading. And if you're like, what in the world is that? It's kind of like what it sounds like. It's using lunar cycles to plan out the year to come. So for me, I the best way I can describe it is this. I went to meet with a woman. She was a shamanic practitioner, but she looked surprisingly like your average tennis club 40-something that you might see in the aisles of Whole Foods. And she was really approachable. She used crystals and tarot cards, and she pulled my astrological chart, pulled the lunar chart for the year to come, and just kind of laid everything out. She brought in my spirit guides into the meeting. At that point in my life, I didn't even really realize that my spirit guides were hanging around and helping me with my day-to-day happenings. And she gave me a really specific action plan. And up to that point, even with that little moment of success with the secret movie, I was just not, I just wasn't totally tuned in to how these sorts of practices could help me further improve my life. I was such a type A, so Capricorn, that I had always kind of followed this system and structure that I had set out for myself. And for the first time, I realized that this was the system that I needed in my life. So I left that first lunation reading with this whole mapped out forecast of the year to come. It was a little sneak peek of what I could expect month by month. There was homework included. I had mantras and meditations and rituals that were going to help me get grounded and focused and balanced and work to my big goals for the year. And I was blown wide open. The mystical assignments that she gave to me were incredibly empowering and like something I had never experienced before. As your woo-woo best friend, I am here and this show is here to show you why you should also give this stuff a chance. And if you are already giving it a chance, my intention is to help you to up-level in a way in which you can live a more grounded, experience-filled, and fiercely magical life. The big question most of us have is, what's next? How do I get there? How does personal transformation happen for me? How do I get out of doubt, 
overwhelm, financial fear, and how do I move into a life filled with success, confidence, abundance, creative expression, freedom? And I believe that the answer to those questions is why this show is so needed. We each arrived on this planet to do what fills up our souls. And most of us are living in a societal box that our inner child would love to break free from. The world needs your gifts now more than ever, just as it needs mine. And when we mix in a bit of mystical magic to our daily grind, we can really help our gifts come to life in a really special way. For me personally, these practices have enabled me to experience a tremendous life shift from 20-something party girl to what you see today, which is a person who is constantly evolving, transforming, opening up her mindset, manifesting a life that I truly believe is mine to bring to life. I believe everything we can imagine can, in fact, be real. Pablo Picasso said it first. I am saying it here again today. My life and my world has been altered in the most brilliant ways through experimentation, through personal practices, and I find it to be really simple and so powerful at the same time. I share this knowledge today with clients, with friends, with families, and I've witnessed transformations again and again in my programs and in my courses and in the communities in which I find myself in. These modalities offer frameworks for cultivating confidence, for sparking self-expression and getting into creative flow, and they offer fresh ways of being new ways of making big life decisions, whether they be business or personal. And I also think that getting into these types of woo-woo practices just bring us into a space of having a renewed adoration for the magic that this world truly holds. What I know now is that the secret to creating a spirited and blissed out life comes with finding an inner compass and the gumption to really trust your intuition. It comes with developing mindfulness, motivation, meaning. It comes with taking big risks and experimenting really boldly. And that's where this show will begin. It will be a show that is, like I said, an intersection of moon cycles and manifestations and mantras and mindset It'll be a little bit of ancient wisdom, a touch of science, and a whole lot of fun. And the strategies that will make up the conversations that we'll share on this show will help you to navigate the chaos of daily life with a simple reminder that by taking the time to know yourself, to dig a bit deeper into different ways of thinking that you can gather inspiration from the world around you and come steps closer every single day to creating the life of your wildest dreams. I want for each of you to live a more radiant and authentic life. 
I want you to be able to slow down the frenetic pace of this world we live in and to connect more deeply to yourself, to the community you live in, to the planet, to the natural world, and to truly become a modern-day soul searcher. Living this way will shatter any complacency that you have within your day-to-day living, and it will offer up new ways of just being in this mad, mad world that we live in. So with all that said, here we are. This is the end of our first episode, and I appreciate you hanging out with me, being open to being in conversation with me. And if this episode is resonating with you and you are into it and you want to be around for what's to come, please subscribe to the show and give us a follow over on Instagram as well. Our Instagram page is your woo woo BFF. And of course, I'm Andy on Instagram, wee wee girl. And leave us a review as well if you are liking what you're hearing so far. We will be back again really soon. We've got some great interviews lined up for this season, some additional one-on-one solo conversations like this one, and we cannot wait to be with you, share the word, spread some light, dabble in the dark, and just be woo-woo best friends together. Thanks so much for being here. I appreciate you so much. Much love, much love.